Hello to all you listeners. My name is Charlie and I'm a good friend of Emer's. We went to college together and meeting her over a decade ago has changed my life for the better in so many ways. She is incredibly special and she scraped me off the floor on many an occasion. So it is an honour to speak her words. I'm not the most fluid of readers, so please bear with me and wish me luck. Meet the Mute, day one. Before I continue, I should mention that most of the fantastic blog titles are not my own creation. When I was stressing out a few weeks ago, we're talking moderate to severe meltdown on the freakout scale here, I decided to create the blog, so got on to the pigs, that's an affectionate term for some of my nearest and dearest friends, to ask for their suggestions on titles. Rebecca is the queen of puns, and there was a quick fire response as to what will make up the majority of the titles for the blog posts. Thank you, Blonde. It's now Thursday night, and I am almost 24 hours without uttering a word. So how did it all unfold? All the single ladies. You would think that being single has nothing to do with a hospital visit. That's what I thought. What has relationship status got to do with admissions? Apparently, it affects your rights. Am I being slightly dramatic? Maybe. Not only was I dreading the operation, but it brought up all of these thoughts of being single and not having my lobster with me. Someone special to clear their schedule, wait with me and mind me when the day came. I know, I know I have amazing friends and family, but it's not the same. But that's another blog post. My mum and dad brought me to the hospital. Well, I think my mum came to support me and my dad came to support my mum. We're a team like that. I was very nervous and the plan was mum was going to wait with me, keep me calm and dad would head off and come back and there was no need for all of us to be sitting around. The nurse who was bringing me down arrived and matter-of-factly said, Actually, Emer, we are undergoing renovations at the moment, so if you could come down on your own and your mum can come back later and collect you. What was I heading into? I kind of felt bad that I was calling on a day that our house was being pulled apart. I mean, no one likes inviting people to messy houses. Renovations are stressful for everyone. I said my goodbyes and walked with the nurse towards the day ward. That, for the record, had plenty of room and everyone else seemed to have someone with them. I told her I was very nervous. And she just said, without making eye contact, it'll be over before you know it, and kept walking. Great. Fear is totally allayed. Not. I was brought to a cubicle where the curtains didn't reach the floor and had to strip into a gown and hospital underwear. For anyone not in the know, think Bridget Jones' pants meet some failed arts and crafts project involving crepe paper and elastic. Then I was asked to pee into a cup. Panic. I had been nil by mouth for hours and I peed before I left the house. She wasn't impressed, just responded with, all I need is five drops. So there I was alone and with a yellow cup. At this point, I was actually fairly happy there was no lobster there to overhear the exchange. Anyway, it was like the five loaves and the five pisses because I completed the task. And Emer has just written in brackets, I am so sorry you are reading this, Charlie. Feel free to leave this bit out. No, I won't, I'll leave it in. While waiting for the set of questions, I would be asked at least four times by four different people before going under. The nurse's station started discussing an operation that went wrong. You could not make this stuff up. Sentences like, his stomach was so swollen. What happened was off the charts. I'll leave the rest to your imagination because mine is already thinking alien resurrection. Then angel nurse walked into the cubicle. She had the nicest manner, a warm smile, kind eyes and a friendly face. She asked me the pre-op questions, one of which was, are you wearing the hospital pants? They're obviously hoping that they will catch on as the Christmas must have fashion accessory. She made a joke and we laughed. She reminded me of a friend, another actor, 
and it really calmed me down. I was never so thankful for a kind human face as I was when she walked in. I told her I was very nervous and she asked me what specifically about and responded with the best pep talk ever. I swear if she tried to sell me a pair of those hospital pants in that moment, I'd have considered it. She was seriously, seriously good at her job. I was then moved to a seating area to wait. The wait wrist. Get it? I sat down to wait and my phone started to beep. Messages from friends. Some of the kids I teach were going to be live on TV3 and there wasn't a TV in sight so I sent them a good luck message. And welled up when Nicola replied that they send their love. I also received messages from people I had never met who are reading the blog or following me on social media and every single one of them made me smile. Thank you. Thanks for all the well wishes, the gifts, the beautiful cards and comments. It's so comforting to see how much support there is and how many people are rooting for you when the chips are down. Then I received an incoming video message from a dear friend in London. That's me. It was perfect timing. The girls had said to call if I was waiting, but I didn't want to wake them. We chatted and laughed for ages. I think the lady who was near me stopped reading her Kindle to listen. The conversation is not for retelling, but it was random, funny, poignant, and the best distraction ever. I am always one to try break the ice with humour, but to be fair, it's not always something I appreciate in return. But the messages I got today were sweet and funny and every single one of them were exactly what I needed to hear. My friend Sue would send little belters throughout the day that made me smile also. Back to the video message. We went from discussing how the whole operation and recovery might just be a personal retreat and meditation that I really needed. And just before they called me down to theatre, we had moved on to finding me a date. I was ready to marry the anaesthetist because they are notoriously kind, very calming and so adorable. A nurse called my name mid-conversation and when I hung up I felt like I was heading on a blind date. A morning outing to the theatre to meet the anaesthetist. I was slightly underwhelmed at the date prospects in the end though. It's a kind of magic. I walked into the operating theatre and lay on the bed. The surgeon put his iPhone in the docking station and played It's a kind of magic. That song will never be the same again. And they started to prep me. They couldn't find a vein in my left hand and I was starting to get freaked. What if I didn't get enough of the drugs into me? Seeing this, a nurse held my hand and tears started to stream down my face. They upped the gas and then my blind date asked me if I was feeling okay. As he did, my feet and toes went numb and I was out for the count. I should mention there were a few stops along the way to the operating table, but they were not really worth mentioning. To be honest, I spent most of those stops chanting in my head, this will pass, a mantra my friend Jules had told me to think of, and it worked. I can't remember the dream I had, but it was nice. I remember a nice feeling when I came around. To be fair, it was probably the drugs. I woke up, got asked a few questions that I kept replying to, um, I am not supposed to talk while talking. And then the surgeon came along and asked me a question and gave out to me for answering, I mean, come on. He did ask them then to get a paper and pen for questions. My writing was hilarious. I'm not sure how he understood what I wrote, but he did. If you insist. The operation was a success. It was as he expected. Assist in the vocal cord and it came out with ease. He was happy. The plan now was to stay quiet for the foreseeable and he'd see how I was in two months time. If you insist, I said. No, I didn't, but I really wanted to. It would have been the perfect opportunity. And off I was wheeled back to the ward for jelly and ice cream and a catch up on text messages. 
There I lay, eager to begin the road to recovery. I was dying to get home and find my silent groove. My throat wasn't painful, just like someone put their arm into it, right down into my chest. The hardest part has been to not clear my throat or cough. But they gave me something for that, so I was grand. I used my mini whiteboard and speaking app, which is hilarious. I actually managed to video message a friend earlier with the app talking for me. I've settled on a male voice called Alex. He's the only one I can understand. He's not perfect, but he'll do. Epic duvet day. I spent the day on the couch watching TV and sleeping in front of the fire. And it's actually been lovely just to slow down. I'm sure it won't last long, but I'm enjoying it right now. I also arrived home to a bouquet of flowers, so it was a pretty perfect afternoon. The not talking was okay today, but it's frustrating when you're trying to type or write an answer to someone and they've moved on to other questions and answers. It's like being on a Wi-Fi call and there is a delay, but the delay is you. I'll just embrace it. This is a fairly long post, so I'll finish up. The person reading this post was the one who video messaged me and talked me down off a ledge before I walked into theatre. She probably won't know just how perfect the timing of that call was for me or how lighter it made me feel. But I'll remind her. Thank you, Pig, my beautiful friend, for everything. Okay, so I have to say... That's the end of the post, but I hadn't read the last paragraph. So thank you so much to you, Emer. You're an amazing friend. And for those of you who don't know Emer Marcy, you're at a loss. You're missing something from your life. She's incredible. Terms and conditions apply. I'll be silenced for two weeks. So I need to get all my talking out now. Visit www.silenceofthechatterbox.com for more information.